Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my love, and welcome to the podcast. I am so happy to introduce you to today's incredible guest, Miss Gabrielle Thomas. I connected with Gabrielle by finding her on Marie Forleo's website, who was shouting her out for doing some incredible work where she founded Less Caption, More Action, which was an incubator focused on the economic empowerment of women of color. I connected with her there and we just hit it off. This woman is amazing. Not only is she a powerhouse boss, but she is doing the damn thing in Canada, supporting women in small business all over the United States as well. Her clients are from all over the place. For 15 years, she was a mental health therapist for people that suffered with addictions. She's been a professional coach for 14 years. She's got her own small business and she's helping women, predominantly women of color and black women, excel and edit what she calls edit their business. So simplifying the entire process. We went into a lot. We went into why women sabotage, why, you know, we, we, we push away money and abundance. She shared about her raw and real story and her biggest mentor who supported her. We have been trying to make this podcast happen for some time because of our lockdown and how far away we are. I'm so happy that I got to speak to Gabrielle. She is amazing and she's really dedicated to women helping them grow their business and clarify their message so that we can let go of all the busy and all the noise that we are encountered with. So without further ado, I hope that you enjoy this amazing episode with Gabrielle Thomas. I am so happy that you guys are here for today's amazing and incredible guest, my girl, Gabrielle, all the way from Canada. Hello. Hey, thank you for having me. Finally, we did it. Oh, my goodness. We have been chatting, you guys, for quite some time. This woman is incredible. She's going to share all the things, and we're going to pop all of her details into the show notes, so please make sure you go to the show notes of this particular podcast episode, but before we get all into it, um, I met Gabrielle on the internet. Oh my God, the many, <laughs> the many women that I've met this year on the internet, you guys, it's crazy. Um, through a forum or a, a, sorry, it was an email newsletter that Marie Forleo sent out and you were in there about less caption, more action. And I clicked on it and we just connected straight away. We had a Zoom call and I was like, she's my sister. I love her. And forever we've tried to do this podcast, you guys, because of the lockdown and all the crazy stuff happening. So I am so happy to finally have you here and welcome you to the podcast, girl. Yes, thank you so much. Honestly, it's been it's been a challenge, but one worth having. So yes. um, I'm excited. <laughs> and you are doing some amazing work supporting women in small business and just bossing it up over there where you are. I know you have a lot of clients, although you live in Canada, you're pretty close to the border and you have lots of clients in the US. So you're a global coach. I would love to know, tell everybody what you do and what you're about. 
Yeah. So most of my clients are situated in the U.S. Um, I do have some Canadian clients, but I guess um, I guess it's just sort of like been my network. I've spent a lot of time in the States. So um, yeah, so I'm supporting small businesses do um, basically business edits. So really helping small businesses to simplify their process. And what I like to say is like just transcend the bullshit. Um, yes. Things have been um, business-wise, it can be really complicated. We can really get caught up in so many different things around like doubt and our mind trash and all that other stuff. So um, just, you know, helping people to, um, I just really point them to what's essential to growing their business. And that in a nutshell is what I do. Um, And I specifically work with women, women of color, black women and underrepresented communities as well. Yes, 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 yes. And you know, it's so, have you seen that anything has been affected with this COVID, with coronavirus, with the pandemic, like your clients, have you seen that maybe has it been more difficult to support people? How has been the kind of the nature and the vibe of your clients at the moment? Yeah, I think everybody's at a different place um, when it comes to the situation. Honestly, I think it's... um, a really a unique situation. Some people are, you know, cruising through this and it's the break that they've always needed. Some are just inundated. Some are homeschooling. So everybody's at a different point. But one thing that remains consistent is that there is a, a stronger call to action to all of us to take a more holistic approach to whatever we're doing with people, right? It's no longer like, let's just sit down and like, straight talk, just business. We're going to straight talk yeah. business, but we got to be real about straight talk in life right now at mm. the same time, because when life is really, really messy, that has an impact on, on business that has an impact on money. Right. So, oh, yes. um, I think it's just like really being holistic about things. And I think that's a new standard moving forward. Anyways, no one is doing this. Like, you know, I'm only, you know, one dimension, like that shit's mm-hmm. over. We're multidimensional, that's what makes it. That's what makes us badass. And you yes. <laughs> so how did you, I love everything you just said? I was just like in the background going, oh, oh, oh yes, 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 <laughs> because it's a word I use as well. Like multidimensional. You're not just one facet or one thing. And you're right. Like when people, when you, the human in business, you know, they used to say business isn't personal, and I laugh like, who, who made that shit up? <laughs> it's true. That that's is a true. lie. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you are going through a divorce, you are not going to show up the same in your damn business. It's going to mess with you, for sure. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just, so how do you, how did you get into this? Like, where did you start? How did all this kind of happen for you? You know what, to be honest with you, it's, um, my first coming into business was about eight years ago and it really came out of what I like to call, I was composting the shit. (laughs) Um, I went through a lot of things and, um, one of them was something huge and tragic in my life, which was losing my mother and my best friend. And, you know, through the need to heal and I I had no intention of starting a business or anything like that, but, um, it just, it took on a life of its own. It's it's interesting how the universe really has your back mm. when you are really purposeful and doing something that you're called to do. And, and I think that's what I was doing. I was just following those like inner nudges. And I just, I got a nudge at a time and I just followed it. So I started my first business, um, which was like a uh, smoothie, organic smoothie and juice truck. And it was like the best thing ever. It was a mobile food service. And um, 
I had the best time doing it. And I think the thing that was like most powerful for me was taking imperfect action with it. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I had never had a business before, but I knew that I knew how to be kind. Mm. I, I really cared about what other people were going through and how I could help them. And really those were like the three guiding principles for me around starting a business. And I didn't need, uh, you know, strategy coaching or a, a MBA to figure that out. I just knew that I gave a shit about what was going on around me and that I had something to offer that could fix it. And so I just started on that and it just grew. And of course I learned strategy and all these things along the way, but like, that's how I got into it. It was just that and following my, my nudges, taking imperfect action and um, allowing myself like healing in it too. Cause it has to be a sweet spot, right? It's not just like, Oh, I'm starting this business to give, but I'm starting this business to give and also to heal. Yes. And so to receive, right? Like, I feel like we could talk about this for 10 hours, I'm sure, like women and money and, you know, yeah. how we we're so especially mothers, and you're a mother, too. It's like, we want to give and we want to give and we want to give and we have trouble taking the compliment or receiving the support. It's yeah. how did you did you have a, a maybe a coach or a spiritual leader or someone to support you with you know, moving through losing your mother and your best friend, like that's huge, right? Like that's huge. Girl, you know what? That's a really great question. And, um, and I think that's part of, I think that's the part of the situation for me. I didn't, I felt really alone. Yeah. I felt super alone in the entire process. And, um, but one thing I did have was my like inner knowing, like mm. my gut instinct, it was loud. It was clear. I was sometimes really timid and afraid to follow it, but it was always constant. And that was something that I've always relied on my whole life. Um, and so like that was, that was my guiding light through all of it. Um, and at one point I just became, I started to want to do things more than I started to want to, you know, uh, protect myself and, and be fearful. It was like, I wanted to do the thing more. And Mm. when it got to that point, I just started following those nudges one at a time. Like, and you don't get them all at once. It's not like do this, do this, do this. And then you're going to get this great thing. (laughs) It's like, you only get one at a time. So it's like, Oh shit, is this the right one? And then another one comes and you follow that. And, um, girl, like that's really been it that I really relied on. Um, but you know, I want to say too, it took me like probably, you know, two or three years to realize like there wasn't a boogeyman under my bed going to get me if I didn't, you know, (laughs) I didn't do X, Y, or Z, right? (laughs) Like I didn't need to be afraid. Um, and it's like, you know, I learned how to slay the mind trash because that's really what it was shit against like myself. It wasn't, um, you know, anything really out there stopping me. Like I said, there wasn't a boogeyman under my bed trying to, Mm. you know, stop me. It was like just getting in my own way. Wow. I think it's crazy too. When you have to, like people say, how can you overcome that? Like, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. It's like when you're in it, you have no choice. Like you're pushed against the wall. So you do overcome it. And that gives you that, that strength and that resilience. And I'm sure that now that's how you've been able to build your business. And when shit doesn't go right, you get back up, you dust it off and you're like, okay, that didn't work. Let's go this way. Like these are the things that I feel have really 
kind of given you or given us like same with my, when I lost my husband, like that resilience of like, I can't die right now. And it's, you yeah. said something really interesting. You said there's this guiding force. I feel like we're having a twin moment because I always said that like something what else was kind of holding me and yeah. I didn't know what it was. Like, do you feel like you know what that is? That thing that's kind of always had your back or up there guiding you or. You know what? I think the truth is, is that it's, it's really my wholeness. Mm. Like you can be whole even when you feel broken. It's remembering that you're whole is the whole thing there, right? Like, um, I think, you know, we take on this identity of broken and I did for a really, really long time until it was like this decision of, and not even a decision, but of remembering that I was whole before this situation. Um, and I can return to that wholeness, um, Mm. or that's always there for me. Right. So I, I think it's just leaning into that, that knowing that, you know, like, we are truly whole beings and things may come up in life that, you know, feel like they just, you know, make us crumble. But I really think that it's also in the crumbling that it's quiet enough that we can hear ourselves. So there's like purpose in all that shit too, like Mm. the crumbling and um, only there do you realize when you go deeper um, that, you know, like you're whole and that there's like a guide um, because, you know, there's also that narrative of like, I'm alone, I'm I'm screwed. And it's just like realizing that there's this like built in guide, um, but it's going to take for us to like um, embrace, uh, you know, slowness and quietness in order to, to connect with that. You know what that reminds me of? Like I'm an analogy lover and it's like, you just saying that it's like a GPS inside your car. And if you got the tunes really loud, you're not going to hear the turn left, turn left. Like you can't hear it. (laughs) For sure. That's true. We have that inner voice with the noise, right? Sometimes externally is so loud, like the seeking of others' opinions and validation and what we need to do. And, yeah, I love that you said that. You do sometimes got to hit the bottom of the rock <laughs> to get like, oh, okay, that's that's hard. I got to get up out of here. Like you don't get to come up from the top. You come up from the bottom. And it's, For sure. Yeah. I, I like to say first the burning, then the rising. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to yep. burn first. <laughs> that's your then initiation. You rise, yeah. <laughs> then you rise from the mashes, right? <laughs> like, that's how that is. So. A bit of charcoal on your skin. You're just a little bit crispy, but. <laughs> but, but it's true. And we rock, right? Yes, and, and yes. Think about how much, how many situations that just are historically like women in history and women today even in these moments are Mm. like rising from those ashes we got like you know football like black ashes underneath our eyes and we came back from the war but we won yes right and um and and that's the thing about it that you know we really we really have it um and when we remember our wholeness it's um it just like it we're elevated do you feel too like I think so many of us, when you said like it's lonely because business does feel and get lonely and I don't believe in the sister wound. You know, I just, I don't want to believe that narrative. And I, I feel like since I don't believe it, I don't see that. I see beautiful women connecting, helping each other. But what do you feel with that loneliness in business? Like, cause it is, that's definitely a thing. Do you, do you feel that in your business or what have you done to maybe create some community? Mm. Yeah. You know, I, 
there was a time that I felt lonely in my business and I, I seemed to think like, I mean, physically I was, you know, running a digital business. So I was, you know, physically alone, but um, I think a lot of it was just a narrative, like a mindset of like, you know, I'm alone. This sucks. Like, you know, I can't do this. I'd be able to do this if I had this, like all this kind of stuff. And I think that those were just like, just mind trash shit that was like, you know, getting you to slow down or not like take this big risk or put yourself out there or be vulnerable. So I think that, you know, it's also being really self-aware of like the stuff going on in your head. And are those things like really, the reason that that you know we're not moving forward Mm. um and I think part of it too is that I um I just like really went deep with mindset stuff around you know a a mindset of scarcity versus abundance because I feel like this lonely thing Mm. um is really connected to scarcity right versus like this abundance mindset of like you know what I may not have people physically here with me but I have a hell of a network of people and all it's waiting for is for me to drop that email send that text you know like drop a line on boxer or whatever it is and so there's community all around us um so when we start to see like to your point, when we start to see the abundance, um, I think like, once again, that mind trash goes away because it's like, there's so much available. It's so true. It's kind of like what we're choosing to focus on, right? Like, do we focus on the fact that this sucks or there's some opportunity (laughs) right here? I think too, it's, it's such an interesting thing when we talked about like women with money and I know like being a Spanish, like a woman of color, like a Latin woman, Mm-hmm. In my community, like we just had the worst. We grew up on the welfare and the food stamps and just money beliefs were not mm-hmm. like handed down. They were shoved into your face, you know, like yeah. the really bad. You need a man to make money. You need a white man to make money. You need like it was just all of it. I'm like, mom, please, like you're ruining me. And now I'm so conscious because I got kids to make sure to empower them. But where do you see you know, women or your clients or whoever we're working with, like we have such an issue with standing in the abundance and without that being like a fluffy ass word, but true abundance, like creation. For sure. Um, and you know, like I want to say, you know, you're a hundred percent on, um, talking about women of color and, um, you know, black women and Latin women and, you know, underrepresented communities, like already as is walking into these situations, we're at an underprivileged, um, you know, situation even at present day. So you can imagine, you know, the mindsets of, of our parents and our grandparents, um, that situation was there and probably a whole lot worse than two. And so it's just like, I don't know, I, in my head, it's just, these words are coming out that you need to be like fearful. You need to be careful, but it's, I also feel like, you know, they're trying to translate. I'm scared shitless. Yeah. I'm scared and I don't want anything bad to happen. So mm. go out and like protect yourself and, and, and be really like, you know, really fearful and, and you got to protect like your food and your plate and your family's food. And, yeah. you know, like you, this whole survival mindset. Um, and I think that, you know, like it's, it's not without purpose. Um, it's, it's purposeful. Um, but I think that, 
um, there's ways that we can sort of transcend from that and find power in other places, mm. um, find power more deeper within ourselves to realize, yeah, hell yeah, that shit's going on, but we can, we're at a place now we've got resources. Mm-hmm. We can build communities as women, right? Yeah. Like we can, there's lots of examples of women in six and seven figure businesses, women sitting at tables, um, making major decisions. And I think it's really about women claiming that shit. Now it's like, yeah. it's there. Now it's time to claim it. Now it's time to say, you know what, this coaching offer, you know, I, I'm putting it out there for, you know, a thousand dollars. Um, you know what, but I'm worth 5k. Yeah. Right. And, and so women just really claiming that abundance that's out there, um, I think is, is like a major mindset shift that um, I think we're all embracing. Mm. And it's so true. When you think about, cause I'm similar to you in my mindset, I'm thinking like, I know that it's harder for people that are from marginalized communities or underprivileged or black women in America to try to rise. I know that, like we know that, but then there's also women who have done it. Like you look at Rachel Rogers and you're like, fuck, she is killing it. And not only is she killing it, but she's community. She's building community. She's doing shit that hasn't been done before. Virtual events, retreats. Like It's like, I'm finding a way. Like, you're not going to stop me. And nothing is going to stop me. And then when I see that, me, myself, when I see women of color, when I see, like, when I see women that have come from similar backgrounds or worse backgrounds and they're making it, then it just blasts any doubt that's in my head and goes, okay. You know, so if you're listening and that is you, like, look for inspiration through other women who have walked that fire. You know, they, they're the women that are burned. They got the burns. They got the scars, you know, and they, they're over there doing the damn thing. And it's not that they haven't went through it. They went through it and they found a path. And it's like, I feel like that leaves us breadcrumbs. And so the work that you're doing, you know, the work that I'm doing, the work that we're doing to to leave a legacy and to make money and to stand out there and to build businesses and, and live the life, how we want to live it. It's not only for us, right? It's, we get to inspire like our grandparents, our grandmothers would, would fall over if they knew like what was, what was able, like there's still some fucked up shit, but like what was able for us right now? Like the internet, like PayPal, you know, you could just be like, pay me. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm a hundred percent agreeing. And like second to that, I want to say also amplifying the people right around us, you know, Mm -hmm. like I think, you know, people like Rachel Rogers is doing a great job and, but there's so many other Latin women and so many other black women and so many other women of color that are, might not be sharing that stage, maybe because they don't want to be there, but they are killing it. It is all about like, you know, what guide do you need and find that guide, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's really what it's about. Not every Everybody wants to be um, on that stage um, or, you know, whatever. And there's different ways to arrive at that stage, right? You can have a really successful business um, without being in that type of situation. So, sure. so yeah. I just yeah. really want to encourage everybody, like success looks at, looks like whatever you want it to look like. Mm-hmm. Like I really see, you know, like black women out there that are just dropping some like fire shit right now. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's incredible. And 
they're not on those stages and, and they're a little bit hidden. So consider those like gems, consider what, you know, even the work that you're doing, Erica, like consider that gems, like you are, you know, Australia's, you know, Rachel Rogers, like there <laughs> need one. We need one in every single continent, every yeah. single city, every single country, like for real though, like yeah. just replicate that shit because there's so many people that need our help and yeah. our gifts and they really need for us to share it. So legitimately, um, like amplify yeah. all yeah. women and, yeah. and, but, but you're so right. I was thinking about if I'm honest, I was, th- I want to do a post here on my Instagram about like paying women of color, playing black, black women and, and, and yeah. seeking them out. But it's, can I just tell you as a, as a Latin woman myself, I was like, how do I say, do I say women of color? Do I say black women? Do I say P-A-B-A? Cause I'm like, for myself, I don't resonate with Latinx, but I also want anybody who does resonate with that to know that I mean them. So even for me, I was like, fuck, how do I say it? I basically wanted to say like, stop hiring the same people. Stop hiring the people that look like you. You know, even if you're a Latin woman and you only hire Latin women, hire somebody else, like hire someone who doesn't look like you, who wouldn't hang out with you, who, you know, follow the accounts that go against what you believe so that you open your mind up to this, just the other side of things. And it doesn't mean it's right or wrong, but I feel here, especially in Australia, America, you know, you follow, it's, it's, it's so unconscious. It's so Mm -hmm. programmed into you to, if you're a white woman, hire white ladies with the hair like yours that look like you that have the same filter as you whatever like it's programmed to you so it's like you got to be hyper aware to go you know what i'm gonna hire a black woman who does graphics i'm gonna hire this you know muslim woman who does cookie baking for my you know events like really actively because this is how we support all women and this is how we right like I just, yeah. oh, I don't even know. It's just like, <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. It's I'm like, like yes, yes. I, I feel that way. And you're right. It's, it's about like living on automatic and, um, you know, we really need to be more intentional about our dollars because yeah. our dollars is where we have our power. That's our financial power as women. It's really, really important that like we are spending that money intentionally with other women. It's really, about being intentional about hiring other women amplifying other women just being conscious of every single hire every single dollar you spent you can get your office supplies from a you know black owned business you can get your your graphic designer from you know someone in the latin community you can you know like you can get get services all over the place right and so i think it's just about um you know being open-minded, being intentional, um, and, and looking for those creating networks and communities and it'll happen, but it's not going to happen unless, you know, we take these steps. Totally. And the awareness too. I think this, the movements that have happened, the black lives matter movement that happened in America that happened here in Australia, the recent movement that's been going on really people have, you know, here you've seen, you've seen a spike. People were activated. There was rallies, all this stuff. Then we locked down in Melbourne, but it's like, how do we continue? And this is a call to action for you, the listener. You know, what, what is one thing that you can do to continue making sure that you are inclusive, making sure that you're actively trying to be, you know, you're not trying to be diverse, but that you are diverse because every woman deserves a chance and that there's something that you're going to learn. You know, like there's something that someone else's experience is going to teach you or their life or their culture. Like there's, there's so much that we can learn. But if we stay in that same bubble, 
and we close off. We, we, we shut off opportunity because even you with your business and what you're doing, you're giving, you know, people are watching you and they're inspiring you and they may never tell you on Instagram, Hey Gab, you know, you're, you're so amazing and inspiring, but they'll be silently watching you like going, man, she did it. I'm going to go do it. You know? And it's like, that's what we need. Yes, we do. We, we need to um, show up with our gifts um, because we need it more than ever. Um, Mm. Everyone needs to really, Put that shit aside and and show up and um, make you some money. Yeah. Share your gifts. Make someone's life better. Mm. Um, you know, be in alignment with your purpose and transcend all the things, all yeah. the bullshit. Because, like, that's really what it's about, simplifying our lives right now having more meaningful connections, um, having stronger and bolder boundaries about things, Mm. um, and really just like reclaiming control over our lives and our business. Um, Because if we're all honest, like when you look back at all that, all of it, even all the movements, like what are you moved to be a part of? Um, You know, like what do you need to be doing to feel um, full? Right. And, and I want to add to that. Like, I never say, you know, people say, how's it going? Oh my God, I've been busy. I don't do that shit. I'm not Mm. busy. I'm full. Mm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not wearing busy as a badge and as as a badge of honor. Right. Like that's something that I am and I'm always busy and I'll forever be busy. (laughs) No, 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 no. Like I am making time for the things that are meaningful, the things that fill me up. Um, and so my response is I am Mm. And it feels so good to say that. And it's just so transformative. Um, And it puts us in control. It puts us in the driver's seat of our own experiences. Busy feels like I've been taken somewhere. Um, And I have no control over where that is. And I really do. And that's really why I do so much work with women around simplifying their business um, and editing, ruthlessly editing, because there's so many things that are taking us in all these directions Mm -hmm. that don't help us to lean into our strengths. I love that. It's so true. It's true. Like we're busy being busy and it does it. I never thought about it like that, but it takes you away to something you have to do as opposed to, I get to, I get to do this and I am full and being full is not just business. It's, you know, like wealth and love and happiness and family and, oh my God. Okay. So tell me about the, the small biz edits. Like, so what made you go, I want to do this. Like we need this. This is like, well, how did that come for you? You know what? It's, um, you know, starting off with the, you know, coaching people and people asking me questions all the time and just kind of like realizing that most of the, the obstacles that small businesses and, and solopreneurs, women in business were making was just all the noise. everything was so noisy. They felt that they needed to have like these 17 marketing strategies in place. Um, and they needed to be like a superhero, right. To manage all of these social media accounts and manage all this other stuff and have like, you know, 10 parts to their sales process. And, um, and a lot of the times like, and, and I think some women were really coming into business or most people, honestly, not even coming in, but people that are, have been in business for five and 10 years, that insecurity doesn't always like, it doesn't really go away. It's something that you manage and cope with. So, but I think that one of the things that insecurity brings with it, one of the symptoms of it is like 
noise. So we'll, we'll, we'll make our websites and we'll do copy on things and we'll just ramble and ramble and ramble and people won't buy it because they don't understand really what it is that we're selling. Mm. So like, you know, a lot of women will, you know, complain about, I'm not having the visibility that I, I should have, or I think I want to have uh, that I deserve to have. So I'm reaching only like, you know, only have a thousand people on Instagram or whatever. And then like you go further and you realize that, you know, a lot of it is not so much about, you know, like what they're doing, but it's about how much they're taking on. And most of the time when we ruthlessly edit their process, so their sales marketing process, and when we start editing like their brand messaging, we realize that it's the noise Mm. that is like, you know, weights on their legs. That's like making them sink, you know? Um, and it's not about adding things. Sometimes it's about taking them out. Totally. Oh my God. I'm like, um, and, yes, yes. And I'm like giving you this friends. nod of recognition. Cause I'm like, it is so true. It's so yeah. true. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We need to, we need to just focus on what's essential and not like, you know, we have this idea that we need to be superhuman and that lacks so much self-compassion. Mm. Um, and we really need to be more compassionate and have more self-love and give ourselves, you know, opportunities to, you know, make mistakes and try to figure out what is the best marketing strategies for me based on, you know, my strengths and based on my well-being and based on my bandwidth. I have kids at home. I can't, do all that shit, but I can do this really, really well. And little do people realize is that when you get down to what's essential and that is like such a beautiful reflection of your strengths and what comes really natural, what your natural talents are, your bank account, it starts to show that it really does like, and, and you don't have to do much. Um, you can work yeah. fully completely in your strengths um, and get paid what you deserve. Like I'm doing it and yeah. I'm helping other people. Do <laughs> Look it, at so. me doing it. <laughs> I'm yes. saying to you, it doesn't have to be not everything like has to make us feel like we got to draw blood. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Cause I think that's also some messaging that we've had a million percent do you know i love this because it it just seems to me and this is that thing of like what do you do and what do you do well and go really uh what do we say like a mile deep and an inch wide or i'll say for australia a kilometer deep and a millimeter wide right like really you know knowing what you're doing because then um i think so many of us think there's like an overnight success or all that and it's like anybody like Beyonce, Adele, fucking whatever singer that you love that you're like that hit song, you know, John Legend, like how many times did they sing that fucking song on the streets in the corner at the pub, the same song, they made it to the Grammys, they've sang it at the Grammys. And you're like, I love this new song. And they're like, I've been fucking singing that shit for eight years. I know the nuances of that song, like sing that same song. And we, we, we get bored. I think we get bored. And we, you're right. The culture tells us we should be hustling and doing all this shit and it's like, no, like do less, do less yeah. and deeper. Yeah. Double down for sure. Yes. Um, there's like, no one is using, um, you know, 17 marketing strategies in terms of a small <laughs> business. Um, it's just, no. it just doesn't work. And, and, and it shows itself. It doesn't work. Um, yeah. because it's, you know, in our analytics and stuff that really shows up, like I really do best here, but we are like conditioned to like hang on to it because it's a sign of failure. If we, yeah. you know, like if we just, you know, like throw up the deuces, throw up the peace, I'm done with it. 
this um, and I don't need to do this. This is not where my strengths are. And also getting good at just hiring people. If it needs to be there and this isn't your deal, get somebody's deal that it is, right? Mm. Like, and be good with like, you know, hiring, asking for help, getting an intern on board, um, you know, just hiring like five hours a week, a VA or something like that really goes a long way. And it like, we send the message to ourselves that we're going to support ourselves the way that, you know, other people should, that we feel other people should support us. Yes. The example of it. That is, (laughs) did you hear that? That is it right there. Because you are, we're teaching it. We're like, I don't need the martyrdom thing. You know, we just do it all. And then we're mothers or we're, we're working somewhere or we have a side hustle. And, you know, it's interesting because I think you're right that we do get that message of, and I'm, I never talk about men versus women because I don't live in that narrative. And and it's true. The pay gap is real, all that shit. But I'm like, if I let that shit smother me like a blanket, like I I just can't, I can't breathe with that. So I'm like, nope, I'm going to create and not look at that. But the reality is that we have, seen the example of the man and the hustle and the go hard or go home and all that masculine marketing. You know, I love the click funnel situation, but that is full on, you know, it's just like funnel, 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 this, that. And it feels like, and I see some of my clients, my business women that are like, they just get their masculine on. And it's like, not, I just need to do this and go hard and push shit uphill. And it's like, you are tired and you're holding a lot. And then no wonder, like you said, it's not working because you've put 50 million things out there and you don't know which one's working because you're not focused on one. You're doing all the things. Exactly. Exactly. Permission to put down the bags, you know, Mm -hmm. like put down the baggage and take a hard look. And, and I say like, you know, not because I'm a coach, but I would say to anybody like, you know, find your guide. Like if your guide is the work that, you know, Erica's doing, be with that guide, connect and go. Um, If it is that you need simplifying your business and you need to make some edits and you want to be ruthless about it, you Mm -hmm. know, like, Connect with me, but find your guide, whoever that is for you. Um, Because like the truth is here is that no matter who you are, no matter like the greatest of the great, they've all had a guide that said here, like you want to get from here to there. Let's take these steps. Here are these three steps or here are these five steps. You like don't have to go it alone. Mm -mm. That's the thing here, right? So all this stuff is available, all these amazing like courses and like honestly, make an investment in yourself. Like I would say that to people too. That's part of that self-compassion. Yes. Like I can't figure this shit out. I'm, this is overwhelming. Um, you know what? Go ahead and get that guide. And even if it's not a paid guide, some guides are books or, you know, um, uh, different, you know, courses or, you know, one-to-one coaching or, um, different like Facebook communities or whatever that is, but, you know, connect to that, um, and like get the support that you need to move forward. Mm. That's, that's what it's about here. Just moving forward. I would love to hear like your take or advice on someone who's out there. That's like, yep, I need to do something. Cause I agree. Like investing in yourself is the, you are your best asset. Like you are your best ROI because if you don't do what you need to do, that's on you. And even if you don't do it now, you got the information, right? So what would you say if somebody's starting out, like something that they could look at or something, how would they invest in themselves if they're like, I have no money or, you know, what's something that you did or you could recommend? You know what? I think um, 
First things first, I think that if it's a situation that you actually don't have money, like a financial investment to make, Mm. connect to the the people that are inspiring you, that are speaking your language, that are like talking to your soul, connect with them. Because any good entrepreneur out there is going to have, um, you know, value for free, Mm. value that's, you know, paid at, you know, maybe a couple hundred dollars and value paid at a couple thousand dollars. And you know, what's really beautiful about, you know, coming in and not being, you know, not being stacked financially is you really get to like, you know, peruse this entrepreneur's work through their blog or through, you know, their podcast or whatever. You can get so much information. Um, and like all that stuff, everything boils down to, are you applying it? Mm. it? There's no shortage of like information, you know, at this point, we're pretty much all overqualified um, at whatever <laughs> we're trying to do because there's no shortage of information with the internet. However, there is a lot of shortage on action. You feel me? Like people mm-hmm. are not activating on the tools. So like I would say equally that that's, that's a thing too. So there's like pick one or two people that speak your language, that speak to your heart, that get you out of bed in the morning. Um, stick with those people. Um, grow with those people. You'll start, once you start activating and applying on some of their messages and their tools, um, you'll be able to pay a couple of hundred dollars to go a little deeper into that learning. Stick with them. You will be surprised that in a few years or even shorter than that for some people, you'll be paying a couple thousand dollars to go like chisel down, 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 down deep. Mm. Um, and so it's a process, but just stick with it. And it's all about consistency. Um, but I would say like activate, um, and be consistent, um, with, with your learning and try to stick to like just a couple of people because I'm not, I'm obviously like a huge advocate of, of simplicity and, um, you know, like not too much noise. Cause I think that can drown you out a little bit sometimes yes, too. That is so true. Following like 14 different mentors and then putting, <laughs> like, well, she said this and then she said that it's like, uh-uh, that is you, <laughs> that is you, you should follow. Don't be trying to follow a bunch of different people. Cause then that's your own head, right? Like then you're like, what do I do? Which is another self-sabotage thing. Like you just go deep. And I love that because we are in the era of information and it is yeah. like, you know, I binge this and I binge that. And it's like, you can't binge personal development. You can't binge your business growth. Like you have to actually apply these things and it takes time. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Like be really patient with yourself. Um, everybody's all still growing. Like, you know, I'm still growing and Beyonce's still growing, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's just, you know, we're all kind of only getting one nudge at a time, um, you know, and that is one thing that's beautiful about nature is that it doesn't have, it's not discriminating. Everybody only gets one nudge at a time. So you follow those um, and you have no more information than, than the other person in terms of like, what's right for you. Just listen to yourself and just like follow those nudges. But like a huge word is just activation you have to activate like no matter what no matter how small you like that's that's just that's the word of the day yo. like mm. the word of 2021 i think yes <laughs> oh, 2020 2021 well, i can't believe this year just flying by it's a good year though like there's a lot of messed up stuff but it's good sure. this is a yeah. year of if you weren't resilient hopefully now you are year <laughs> you know like yeah. Yeah. what um okay biggest 
mentor or book or lesson that you've learned that's kind of given you life? Like biggest, if you have one or two, maybe. My mother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My mom, honestly, mm-hmm. like I want to share this story that I remember like being younger and coming home from school and I would, you know, we would leave, walk out the door in the morning and see my mom sitting on, um, she had like a, just a little like chaise on front of a window mm-hmm. and we would leave her there in the morning and we would come home from school and we'd be like, mom, you're still sitting there. Like You sat there all day. And she said, you guys have no idea. I'm doing the hardest work of my life. And I know, she said, and I know it looks like I'm not doing anything. And that's when you know you're doing the hardest work is when you're working on yourself. Mm. And so work doesn't always look like, you know, slaying some shit out here or, you know, like moving bricks. Because I think sometimes, you know, with gender stuff, you know, men would say that they worked harder than us because it didn't look the same, maybe. And Mm. um, like, I want y'all to know that, you know, working on yourself, this personal development following your dreams, following your nudges is the hardest work you'll ever do in your life. So be gentle and compassionate, but it is the most important work you'll ever do. So I think, Mm. you know, mentor wise, um, it would come from my mom to embrace silence um, and hear yourself think, and then you know yourself. Oh my God. What was your mom's name? Christine. Christine, shout out to Christine. That's beautiful. And she was an example because she wasn't telling you she was like doing it, you know, like you got to see that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can see her influence on you because it's, you are like simplicity, editing, letting go of the too muchness to just focus and be here. So that's beautiful. Oh, I love you. you. (laughs) So tell us where can we stalk you? All of you out there who are starting out in your business, you have a small business and you're like, yes, I'm busy. I've got lots of noise. I can't hear my internal GPS. (laughs) You need to hit Gabrielle up. So where can everybody find you? Um, I hang out um, generally in my email box. So um, you can go on to my website, which is gabriellethomas.co. Um, you can reach out to me there um, as well as on Instagram, which is uh, the Gabrielle Thomas. Um, so I'm usually hanging out there. Um, I'm in the process of uh, putting up a membership community awesome. um, where we're going to just, you know, have people, I think it, like it, it's really in the preliminary stages, but I don't want to overthink it either. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, I don't want to overthink the hell out of it. Let's just start a membership community. Let's start having a conversation. Um, we all have goals, but we're all looking for a guide. So mm. like, you know, who knows, maybe I can get Erica in on the community and be a guide. So <laughs> yeah, girl, let's talk. Let's talk. I love that. And it's yeah. so true. People do. They want, they want to have a leader. They want to have someone to look up to and you stand in that space and then you're able to create opportunity and support and guide people. So you are definitely that guide. You are amazing. I'm so happy that we finally got to do this all the way across the seas. Yes. And definitely we need to talk again and we will be. Yeah. Uh, I love you. Thank you so much for everybody that's listening. Thank you for tuning in. Nuggets of wisdom over here from Gabrielle. Please go ahead and check out in the show notes. We're going to have her email. We'll have her website, all her details. And when that, that amazing membership comes out, hopefully all of you can go over and check it out. Thank you so, so much, my love. You're welcome. Thank you so much for like putting this deposit into us through your podcast. It's, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Like coexisting with you and doing this is like truly, um, I'm just, I'm, I feel honored. So thank you. Oh, thank you so, so much. Yay. 
my love, so many of you have messaged me about the pre-order. And if you missed out, please do not worry. Please head to thequeenofconfidence.com and sign up for the waitlist. As soon as that book is available, you will be the first to know. You will get an email from me with a link where you can purchase the book. I cannot wait for you to read this. I love you and I thank you. Head to thequeenofconfidence.com, sign up for the waitlist, and I will email you as soon as that book is ready to go. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it, and if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to, and I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.